whether you eat or drink. Whatever you do. 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 Or whatever you do. Do all to the glory of God. Welcome to Whatever You Do. I'm Danny. And I'm Abby. We're just best friends trying to figure out how to bring glory to God in whatever you do. Abby got real excited when she saw it was episode 47. I was just excited because I'm like, oh, wow, we're almost at 50. But it wasn't just what I was expecting when she got this excited look on her face and was proclaiming which episode it was. I think it's just amazing that we're still doing this. I know. And we admit that we have missed a few weeks, but I would say... we've only missed like two. I am impressed with... Our lack of missing, mm-hmm. how little we've missed. How much we've done. That too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty, I mean, there's probably some weeks we probably should have just deleted the last episode. Week, last week, when you were having trouble, what was that? Something just barked. Was it Olive? I don't know. Was it on my phone? I don't know. I don't know. Last week's episode... When you were having trouble uploading it, I thought maybe this is just God's providence sparing everyone from... and then it uploaded. Sorry. (laughs) Hope you guys don't judge us too hard on that one. It was... I don't even remember exactly why I walked away feeling like that. I just felt like it wasn't our... It felt very disjointed and... It very much so. So, anyway, maybe it was useful to someone in some way. (laughs) What are we going to talk about today? I don't know. What do you want to talk (laughs) about? I don't know. Um, So, Paxton is six and a half weeks old. You're closing in on the four week... He's almost four weeks. ...old mark. Can you believe that? Mm -mm. Does it feel so crazy? Yeah. It really... Let's do a quick reflection for you on how these four weeks have gone compared to your expectations Mm. slash other four weeks. Okay. I want to hear it from your perspective, and then I'll tell you my perspective on your your four weeks. (laughs) I don't even know where to start. Um, It's felt very different for a lot of reasons. Um, and some of them being really good, mm-hmm. and some of them being really hard. Being really hard. Um, I don't know that you would say bad, but hard. Hard, yes. Um, and I think, I think I just always have hard postpartum times. Like, yes, there's not a time I can remember having a baby that the month after I have the baby goes well. Right. <laughs> like, I I just feel like I have come to this place where I'm not going to be the person that, like, at two weeks postpartum is just jumping right back in and is totally back to normal. So. Right. I just, and that is hard for me because... It really bothers me. <laughs> like, I, I want to just be... I just want to, like, feel normal. What What was your life like after you had Selah? Um, I think I, I was actually just... I spent the last few hours while I was um, pumping and stuff, looking back in, like, all of my pictures from all of my kids' babies and stuff. And, and I mean, I made, like... It, it was definitely better than others i made like freezer meals a bunch of freezer meals at like one month postpartum i like was looking at pictures and i like saw a picture of me and my friend who like made a bunch of like meals for our freezers Hmm. and it was at one month postpartum and i'm like i would never sign up for that right now i don't even want to make like a real meal (laughs) but you also have more kids and more stuff going on yes yeah, and and Sayla was a very easy baby. I was just I was just thinking earlier. But Ruben today. is too, for the most part. But but Sayla was, I think, out of all of your babies. The, I I mean, I didn't know you, you yes. and Kate and Graceland, but 
out of all four that I've known you for, Salo was by far the easiest from an outsider's perspective. Yes, I don't but even remember. The problem with that was that she was like, it wasn't. I mean, she. I think she was content and fine. Yes, but it didn't like end up going down like right. a happy. She got a feeding tube at six months. Trail of life. It was her. very developmentally delayed, and I was yeah. like thinking about how how weird it was because she was like nine months behind Titus Mm -hmm. that when you had her there weren't like other babies so like I feel like you have Ruben and I have whatever (laughs) (laughs) and they're so close in age that if like at four months old Mm mm-hmm Ruben's still like being a complete newborn. Yes, it would be obvious. Uh, it, we, we would we would have right. caught it like way sooner than yes, that. Yes, but with Sayla, how like none of us really like thought much about it. It was just like oh, like there was this one day I remember being like, wow, she's like five months old and she doesn't lift her head up off the playmat at all. <laughs> Thinking. I think my other kids did that by now. Like, yeah. But because she was so happy and content, I, I didn't it think about it. It was like it was just like this. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, but that's what I'm saying is I feel like I was involved in your life and seeing yes, her yeah. on a fairly regular basis too, and I wasn't like, it just slowly crept up on. It did. On, but her postpartum was probably, <clears throat> from what I remember, the best. I don't for when you ripped your. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that physically she hers part of her body parts off. Sayla did when she came out off of me. So that part didn't go well. Yes. But and I do remember being like three weeks still like struggling to sit down. Like yeah, I remember I, I feel can... like physically hers was probably harder, but I don't remember nursing being as hard. It's always hard, but that Time doesn't she stand out. She did have her tongue revised yes. early? Mm-hmm. Yep. Huh. But so did Cal. I know. So, I don't know. I'm sure it was hard. I, I also live in this, like, I have a horrible memory. I know. And so, uh, hard times I look <laughs> back on I, and think, that I was never hard. Like you're telling me, not telling the people listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Abby. You don't it's have a to really, I me. have to, like... I have to document everything in order for me to remember it happened ever at all. So maybe it was a horrible time, but... And you just didn't document the horribleness of it? Yeah, and so then I just just, don't remember. And I don't know if... I don't remember it being horrible because it wasn't horrible or because we just weren't as good of friends yet because it was at the beginning of our friendship. Yes. So there's a real good chance that you... I mean, I do feel like we very quickly... Just told everything like it was. Yeah. I feel like we held back very much, but it could... I just don't know. Yeah. So, we talked, we've talked. we talked a little bit about my struggles with breastfeeding in another episode a while ago. We've probably mentioned it a few times. Yes. But I definitely have issues. <laughs> <laughs> With breastfeeding my babies and have with all six of them. And we laugh so that she doesn't have to cry. I laughed because I said I definitely have issues and then like paused. Yeah. But anyway, I, all six of my kids, I've struggled with nursing them. Um, And. And not for a lack of not trying, guys. Like we get it. Like. There's like every issue. There's people who have like issues breastfeeding, and then there's like Abby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really, every issue you could think of, I've probably had a couple of times. And just, it's just never an easy thing. Yes. Multiple times? Mm -hmm. Yep. Bleeding nipples, yes. Mastitis, yes. Well, and Inverted not just nipples. Bleeding nipples, but like the bleeding that's coming from within that, like. Yeah. Is from like inside your boob mm-hmm. bleeding. Yes. Which is different. Or and than, outside, both. I know, and outside, but I feel like outside is somehow more common than like. Yeah. The inside things mm-hmm. inside you are inflamed to the point of. Yeah. Bleeding, and then your babies are spitting up blood and. Uh huh. Yep. 
So I've always, it's always just been, I think I dread the postpartum time most because of that experience in just knowing it's going to be hard. Um, with Arrow, after I had Arrow, I remember very clearly at like three days old thinking, should I even be doing this? Like, should I be putting my family and myself through what's going to have, like, the hardest? And your best friend. I'm just kidding. And you. I'm just kidding. Through. You didn't actually put me through anything that bad. Not with Arrow, really. But, and and I, I remember feeling like it was one of those things that no one could decide for me. Like, no one could be like, I'm sure there was a lot of people who were like, why in the world would you even attempt this? And and that's why I was like, well, maybe I shouldn't do it. But the thought of not doing it felt so... I almost couldn't even speak those words because yeah. it felt so sad to me to, like, not nurse a baby. Because after a couple of months, it improves a lot. Uh-huh. And I really enjoy nursing my babies. So there is a shift that happens. And I always... In, during that time, I always think, I'm so glad I pushed through this because... Right. I love nursing my babies now. Right. So that I always think back on that too of like I'm gonna regret not doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I remember thinking with Arrow when I was praying a lot about it, feeling like God being like, just because it's hard doesn't mean you should not do it. Like right. that that can't that can't be my like reason to not because it's hard. Now that's not to say that I there aren't times that like God uses experiences that are more challenging to point you in a different direction but during Arrow specifically I just remember him being like I ask you to do hard things all the time like have your baby at home without medication that's not the like most comfortable option right and so it felt like I but he asks you to do that but yet then I feel like when you got pregnant with Sayla and you like, you were really convicted about not praying about it. Yes. And in that circumstance with what was going on, you had to lay down. Yes. Yeah, and that was a hard thing. Yes. With Sayla, I very much was, like, just planning a home birth and felt convicted about not praying about it and then ended up deciding that... Right, but that was hard, too. I'm saying, yes. like... We're it not, goes either we're direction. We're not necessarily saying that Abby's saying, like, oh, God asks you to do a hard thing of having a home birth and that the easy thing is a hospital birth. Right. She's it's not. just saying that there are... God puts conviction on us to do things that might feel hard. Yes. And... Yeah. So... For sure. And I I just remember at that time it felt like my reasons for not nursing felt like I was just trying to take the easy way out because you were the only one that knew that that was your heart in that yes and that that's why you would be making that choice yes so we pushed through with Arrow and it wasn't easy and it was wasn't easy but he the easy part about it quote unquote it wasn't easy but he it was the first time that you had allowed yourself to try to use a bottle and latch from pretty early on. And yes. he was really good at doing both. And so I got to take... I got breaks, which made my nipples not turn into Completely. bleeding, destroyed. Um, and he, he... he Like, I would say, from my point of view, he easily did that. Like Yes. He, he switched take, back and forth fine. Like, yeah. very easily. Um, and I still got, you know, mastitis and still had issues, but... Overall, I feel like around two months, it was, it felt more, like, fine. Yeah. I was glad I did it, and... Yeah. So, this time around, I came back to similar. I remember just a couple weeks before I had Ruben, Tim and I were on a date really talking a lot of this through of, again, should I even be doing this? Should I not? What is, what is what in the best interest of our child, and, um... So we, we spent a lot of time talking about it and ultimately just felt like our decision was we were going to just not make a decision and start off nursing and then just be really prayerful about it. And we definitely did that. I mean, I've never heard Tim pray more for my boobs and milk than he spent a lot of like I feel like he was really intentional about praying over this more than any of the other times Mm -hmm. um and 
started off, see, I already don't even remember. <laughs> it's like a month ago. And I'm like, what did happen? Um, started off nursing. It was horrible. was bad. Um, and I w- by, was it like 24 hours I was already bleeding? Um, yeah, it was really pretty soon. After. He had, uh, he really struggled from the start with the, his latch, which I you knew. Were like really, it was really excruciatingly painful. Like, yes, it's always really painful for you, but. But this was a, definitely a, a level of pain beyond what it normally right. is. And I knew he had a horrible latch from what I guessed was from how he came out being mm-hmm. face presentation. Um, and so. I, we actually had him try to nurse, like I tried to nurse him too, because I don't have, basically I have like no, (laughs) no senses in my nipples. We have the opposite problems. Yeah. I can really like tolerate abnormal amounts of bad latch and things. I've experienced excruciating pain, but that was when I had thrush and it was like, more of like the breast. internal yeah. like shards of glass feeling yeah um and mastitis hurts but that's also not but my nipples great so we tried to have him when watch. was that two days old yeah it was not very far into because he got revised at when four he was days four days and we, Man, were, we had already at the time that felt like he was not two days old it felt like he was much older than that, but oh, it would have had to have been. Yeah, because we had we tried a few different times, and that was before yes. he was either two or three days old. Um, yeah. But even trying to latch, we knew it wasn't just a pain issue either because he like could like just literally he physically was having a lot of trouble latching onto a breast. Like yes, yeah. I feel like the bottle even. It was more that it could, like... I mean, he could latch onto it and suck, but not in, like, what, the normal way you would yeah. necessarily think of. And it's just, like, the milk just comes out easily, though. It doesn't yes. need the same mm-hmm. response of, like... I so. do feel like he got some milk, I'm guessing, from you and, like... I know for sure one of the times... He was I gulping mean, and... He was gulping and I could tell, like, that he was... Get, but it was, like, the way I had to hold him... And like my boob and and the amount of times he had to try to even like get latched on. Yeah. He was just like really floundering. It was not like a Yeah. So from very begin I think from one day old, yeah. I got you gave me like colostrumy It was milk. like my first milk. So it was from from when um, Paxton was five days old. So it was milk. It wasn't colostrum. Right, but it was But it was like that. the very it was like that first turning. Yeah. And so he had that in a bottle right away. And um, I feel like then from then on, I was just trying to pump and I was still trying to latch him, but I was mostly just trying to pump and get my milk to come in so that I could give him my milk. Um, And then at four days old, he had his lip and tongue revised, which I mostly was just doing for his benefit for future, not thinking it was going to help really. You were kind of already at that point. Not, I wouldn't say it was like giving up, but you just were watching how hard of a struggle yes. it was. And it felt like, well, I don't, it just felt like I didn't know what that, it was very clear. Like mm-hmm. I, I couldn't force it. Right. It wasn't just because it hurt and I was right. choosing and, not to lash And him. I think that's part of what we were like experimenting with him lashing with me is, is this just for some reason it's like hurting you even more yeah. and you can't even try and right. But was it just a pain thing for me or was it like him struggling? So after he got revised at four days old, it definitely right away helped and made a like he was he latched right on and it didn't hurt me as much and it felt like oh wow this is great this is all I think we both kind of thought like this was what all we needed miracle occurred and mm-hmm. I'm just going yep. in a different direction and that lasted for a couple of days and then right around him being a week old um he just stopped watching completely. Um, he, I, at that time, I, when I, he was watching, I wasn't doing any weight feeds at all. I just assumed 
I just assumed he's latching and he's nursing. And you had been pumping, so you knew you had milk. Like, yes. It wasn't like... But that's also the day after he got revised and I went from pumping a lot and him giving battles to just nursing him more Mm -hmm. because his latch got better. That was when I got mastitis for the first time Mm -hmm. that next day and got on an antibiotic, started feeling better the next day after being on antibiotic for 24 hours and then um continued to keep trying to latch him more i mean he was doing some bottles but i was mostly nursing him at that point and then right around a week old i got mastitis again so i had to get on a second antibiotic it was like if you're confused by that it really was only like a couple days apart yes (laughs) Yes. mastitis for the first time was on friday night into saturday Right. And Mastitis the second time was Monday night. Right. So it was... Yes, they were back. It was like she wasn't really over the first Mastitis and... I had felt better. Like Sunday I felt right. mostly normal. Right. And Monday morning I felt mostly normal, but then it went... And it was switched to my other breast. Right. It was... I, I had Mastitis in each right. one. So, um... And then by Tuesday, he was just refusing to latch. Um, was that before or after he got adjusted? After. Okay. Well, I had only nursed him really once that day. Okay. Um, but it was after that. He yeah. wasn't watching anymore. Um, then we went back to have a follow-up from his revision. His, like, one-week follow-up from being having that revised. And we did a weighed feed there just because that's what they always do. And he lost weight. Like, lost a quarter of an ounce. And I remember the lactation consultant saying, like, oh, that's just probably... Like, we probably just changed his diaper. Or, like, it just... It, that it is just a, didn't feel like it made sense. Yes, then. because he had nursed on both sides there. And it was like, well, something was off with that. And there's no way to, like, re-weigh that feed, so... We'll just do... We'll just make sure we're watching closely and... Yes. But I just thought, oh, I should do some at home and see what he's actually transferring. Because I have a baby scale at my house. So... The next couple of times he nursed, I would do weighed feeds, and he would either be the exact same weight or lost weight, which if you're confused by that, just means that he's expelling more energy to try to get milk to come out than he's actually getting. So that's why he would be losing weight between the well, two. He's not getting any milk, and he's... Right, right. yes. I mean... It's essentially, but, like, not getting any milk plus... Plus like, working burning, so hard to, like... Energy. yeah get the milk and that would be after like nursing on both sides for like 20 minutes and then I would sit down and I would pump and pump out easily three ounces so I knew there was milk there that he he just couldn't get it so we spent a couple of days of doing the weighed feeds went back to the chiropractor went the lactation consultant came back over to my house and was just being doing the weighed feeds but also trying to like fix what I knew was the problem which was he just whatever was wrong with his jaw and his mouth he just couldn't get the milk out. It's just a transfer issue at this yes. point. Like, And at, ultimately, I feel like the lactation consultant and the doctor who did his revision were both kind of like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, the, like you keep trying. I mean, like, it felt like at that point, the only other option would be to, like, try to go to the chiropractor, like, Daily or like twice, but even a day that I feel like just to see and not like with no guarantee that that's right. But like, even when I went to the chiropractor on that Saturday, right before he was right. like two weeks old, the, the, got adjusted, right. came home and did a baby right. feed, and he didn't tra- like it didn't help. Right. But the chiropractor did say like his jaw was completely locked up top and his. Right. I'm saying that's the only thing I can think of that if you even were going to try to. Think of any idea, and it wouldn't be guaranteed, and it wouldn't even, like... Or doing, like, an SNS. Right. Which just felt... Which is, if you guys don't know what that is, it's uh, the Supplementing nursing system. Yeah, you put a tube, essentially, to the baby with a syringe. Yeah, you would, like, tape a tube to your, like, nipple. nipple. So they latch onto your nipple and, the like, the tiny tube. So they're getting milk through a syringe as they're sucking on your nipple to, like stay latched but with all my mastitis issues and I also was needing to like pump out and it just felt like right because a lot of times you use that if you're trying to get like you're having supply issues right but the issues but the problem with that is that Abby wasn't having supply issues 
and that's what was causing the mastitis was because she ha- had to pump. After she, every time he tried would, to nurse. She was already having to try to pump afterwards, but then to try to add in, like, a more complicated feed. It just felt it like just, there was no way for me to do... I didn't have enough hands. Right. Like, I just... I mean, I'm sure... If it would... If you had, like, one baby and was, like, full-time devoted, you and an assistant to... Yeah. Make but it was around that time that I was definitely praying more, like... I want to nurse him. Like, I... The idea of not is, like, makes me want to cry now. Like, it's so sad to me. But it felt like at that time, even though it was pretty much the same, like, prayer in the same kind of situation between Arrow and Ruben, I remember God being very clearly, like, but you can't idolize this. Like, I'm going to make it work or I'm not. And... Right. You have to and just felt be like, okay with it's that. It's not like you just did the, like, one weight feed and then another. Like, I feel like God made it evident, like... Yeah, it was over, over like, three over. or four days yeah. of multiple weight feeds and just being really prayerful of, like, okay, we'll try this, and God, please let it work mm-hmm. here. And uh, when the day he turned two weeks old... What is it, two weeks? Yeah. I, I did, like, my last... It was, like, my last attempt... Which was, which was something the lactation consultant said, like, well, maybe if you try to latch him in the bath. I don't know why she felt confident that that was going to be helpful, but I was like, okay, like, we're going to take a bath together, and this is going to be, like, my... God, if you want me to keep doing this... Yeah. Because I want to keep doing it, but I don't want to keep forcing something that is not supposed to be. And so, um, I, I got into... Hey, Sayla, will you shut the door, please? Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Yep, shut the door. (sighs) Um, But I didn't want it to be something I was idolizing. Just like I don't want to idolize having a home birth. Like, if I'm supposed to go to the hospital... (laughs) God will turn you right back around if he doesn't want you to be there. (laughs) He'll do that, too. (laughs) So... It just felt, it felt very similar, honestly, to my birth with Ruben, where I felt like God was like, it doesn't, like, I'm going to make it really clear. I'm going to make it really clear after making it really not clear. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which felt very similar. Yes. It felt Mm -hmm. like a lot of time of like, maybe, maybe not, maybe, maybe not. Right. Yeah. Things are going. Now they're not. Yes. Yeah. And then like, and this is the direction. Right. So I remember a lot, like trying to latch him on in the bath that Sunday, right, when he was two weeks old, and him just not able to do it at all. And I had take, I had gone in the bath, trying to latch him without the nibble shield, brought the nibble shield and a bottle, and was like, okay, Lord, like, what of these options do you want yeah. to feed my baby? Like, what is best? Because I don't want to just idolize nursing a baby because I want that experience. Right. And if, because I know because of sin, entering the world that things even though nursing a baby is like god's design and it's what how he created our bodies to work and feed our babies like that is ultimately like what is what his creative design was it is what is normal and natural right of like how god created it to go but because of sin entering the world we can acknowledge that that doesn't always happen that way just like with birth Mm -hmm. and I, I had to be okay with the fact that my body isn't doing and my baby isn't doing what God ultimately created it to do because of sin being in the world. Not because of, like, my sin. Right, right. Not because, but because right. of they're just things not going the way God because created it to. there is brokenness in the world. Yeah. And so... And it's also interesting because I think, I think... God did have to somewhat bring you to a point of, I feel like leading up to his birth, there was still some of that, like, I just don't look forward to the the difficulty of it. And, like, just the idea of wanting to do bottles because it would be easier. Yeah. That it's like more painful 
that God brought you to this place of like where you even thought there was like a chance of it working and Mm -hmm. then is kind of taking that away. Yeah. But there's so much more. I would say even though it's hard and there's grieving over it and sadness, there's also a different level of peacefulness Mm -hmm. where it isn't just that you just decided like, I'm just just not doing this. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't like, I think that would be a lot more difficult for you if in an act of not necessarily disobedience, but where you just weren't even. Yeah. You were just like, it's been hard with all the other kids and I just don't want to do it. Right. I mean, unless I had been praying about it in the pregnancy and felt yes, right. like that was what mean, God was telling me I just to mean do, but that from the time that you got pregnant, there was still some of, some of underlying of that yeah. attitude at times of right. like, because it is really hard and it isn't fun. And it, like, I'm not saying that in a, right. like I'm condemning you for that i'm just saying like i think watching the shift that god did take you through while it made it kind of more painful it Mm -hmm. still also brought a different level of peacefulness in the sense of of that clear direction i guess yeah and of it being his leading and not just you taking control over it and just deciding whatever you wanted and right you know you're you're it definitely makes it easier, just like my birth, where it felt like I don't really have a choice. Like, this is what is or isn't happening. Right. And God is making it very obvious that this is what he wants me to do. Uh-huh. Because it's not a matter of like, well, I just... I if you don't continue to latch your baby and quote unquote feed them... When they're not when transferring they're losing anything. losing weight every feed. Like, that's not feeding them anymore. Now right. you're not feeding them. Now you're letting them nurse on you, but you're not feeding them anymore. Right. And we know we need to feed our children. Like, that's... Right. Yeah. Like, essentially what it boiled down to. Right. But I still acknowledge and feel the weight of grief over not having that. It doesn't, it makes it easier to know, to decide. And it makes it easier for me to know what I'm supposed to do or not do. That's, yes, that's the piece I'm talking about coming in. But it definitely still feels, mostly I feel peace about it in like trying to find like the silver lining in like, being able to feed my baby a bottle while they're in their car seat or, you know, just like certain well, aspect or Tim being able to feed them a bottle. It is amazing that we like that despite all the difficulties, when you even think about the grace God's given us with things like breast pumps and yeah. the bottles that we have and mm-hmm. all of those types of things, not that there weren't alternative ways for moms to feed babies from the beginning of time. Yeah. But those are like we really can look through like some really good things that god has given to make it so that your baby can not only stay alive but yeah like thrive yeah you know and and i feel like it it would be if i was choosing the easiest option it would definitely not be to be pumping and giving him breast milk it would be to give him bottles of Danny's breast milk that she has to deal with pumping. <laughs> I just had this like little daydream of like if like the struggle it would be if you lived in a little house in the prairie time and <laughs> and you were like living out in the prairie by yourself. <laughs> like just your family. Yeah. It's like but Abby would already not do that ever. She wouldn't have survived long enough to <laughs> have children. To have a sixth child <laughs> out, out on the prairie by herself. That's true. Very true. So this is what's happening in my mind while I'm trying to focus on you <laughs> being serious. So that's where we're at right now. I don't know how long I'll pump for or what we'll do. And I've still, I mean, since that two week mark in the bath. I remember just feeling like I was letting go of that and being like, I'm not going to idolize this. But at the same time, being very much prayerful over 
asking God to prompt me if I'm ever supposed to try to latch him again. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't want it to be this lingering, like, every time I'm feeding him, I'm like, Like, should should I? I? Should I not? I don't know what to do. When I feel like he was making it very clear that I was not supposed to be latching him at that point. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I mean, if God some tomorrow is like, try to latch him and, like, I want to be open to that. I don't want to close it off completely. You don't want to just decide in your mind, like, well, that's 100% possible. There's no way that he would ever latch again right. after taking bottle. That It feels it logically feels, impossible. Yes. And God could prompt you to la- try to latch him again, and he still might not latch. And yes. it might give you, like, reassurance in a different way of, like, yeah, yes. we weren't supposed to. You just, but that's where you're saying you're open to what God leads you to do, not. Right. But at this point, it feels very clear that. I'm just supposed to be diligent and, and doing pumping, the pumping and, and and for however, even in that, like that God would just lead me to that, that I wouldn't just quit pumping because that's hard either. Right. And, but that I wouldn't idolize like my baby having breast milk as a detriment to the rest of my family because it takes so much time to pump and give bottles and. Right. And especially with how prone I am to mastitis like I can't I can't go more than like three hours tops without pumping right and really I need to be pumping like every two two and a half hours and so when I'm pumping that often and feeding him every two hours it's just right now it just feels like a lot yes like and it is a lot yeah and I know we'll get into a new groove and a new routine as a family. And but even just remembering, well, I think this is going to be another one of those times where, just like how it was with pregnancy for us, like, even though I'm only two and a half weeks further, right now, at this point specifically, mm-hmm. where you're not quite four weeks and I'm like over six weeks. Right. It's probably like one of the biggest gaps of like where you you want to feel like, oh, we're not even like that far apart and like look at like Danny's getting back into the normal swing of things and like you're gonna wanna feel like you're caught up to me too. Mm-hmm. But if I even look at where I was at two and a half weeks ago, like I feel personally for myself that there was a really big shift in those two and a half weeks. And I'm not saying that you'll be in two and a half weeks where I am now with because of like the extra feeding and Mm -hmm. all of that, like time wise. I'm not saying that you'll be caught, but but it is really difficult. It's that thing where we're like so close and yet there's big differences happening. And I mean, beyond just the amount of time, there's just differences between you and I. And there's differences right. between our families and our dynamics and right. like that yes, there's aspects that we can like take comfort in being able to compare and like relate to each other. But there's also aspects of like, we we're just different. Yeah. And so like my body doesn't heal the same way that your body does. Right. And I feel like there's just differences between us that I like, we can't also just be like, well, Danny's doing this at this and so I'm right. supposed to do that at- right and I don't think either of us would ever say that I'm yeah. saying there's there is this underlying temptation I'm sure though to feel like yes you want to feel like you were saying that it's hard for you and you're like I just want to be back to like this certain level of being able to function that is yeah. not happening yet that yeah is yeah yeah, it's definitely a hard in-between stage that I never do well with. Yeah. <laughs> but the ways that this postpartum experience has been better, I would say, is just how much more bonded and connected I feel to Ruben. Which you were really, really nervous about. Not nursing. Not yes. nursing. That was one of my things I felt like, well, I have to nurse because I, I didn't... You would go back and forth because you would say, like, well, maybe... Maybe not... Without the, the stressfulness yes. of nursing and having to feel like I'm... Yes. Yeah. And I, I really feel like, honestly, it was before even I was stopped nursing him. It was, like, yes. instantaneous after he was born. Which was also you were worried about because of the lack of connection you felt with him in my pregnancy yeah Yeah. he definitely was the baby i felt the least connected to at all in my pregnancy 
Um, but I definitely feel most connected to in this postpartum time. Um, and I, I've just really, I really enjoyed the like almost two weeks I spent just with him in bed and feel like Tim was so amazing and like caring for me and bringing me meals and checking on me. And it was just a really sweet and beautiful time. And, um, we'll probably talk about this more another time, but, and maybe we've already touched on it, but our friend Julie also, we had hired her, each of us to do, she offers like a postpartum package that she offers six visits during your postpartum time, 24 hours, three days, four days? Four days. One week, two weeks, four weeks, six weeks? Yes. Where she comes and does different things during each of those appointments and, like, brings you breakfast in bed and, like, um, lactation tea and draws you baths and does body massages and different, lots of different things on different, the different visits. But that, I feel like, was a huge, brought so much, like joy too in the postpartum time and just caring for me in a way that I didn't feel like was all on Tim to do Mm -hmm. and take care of all the other kids but also was just really sweet time with like a friend to like talk with and and it it was pampering but it's not it wasn't it's not just this like empty pampering it was like very purposeful nourishment yes that felt like it had a reason behind it like not just mm, I'm gonna go get my nails done to make me feel pretty or something right just I mean I don't know it I just I just remember feeling like those days that she came especially the like 24 hour and the four day one those were just those Mm -hmm. are just such like delicate times yes that you don't I mean, at least me. I don't you typically even really want visitors, but yeah, you do because you are processing things that have right. happened through the birth and that you do want somebody to like talk things out that like... But you want to be able to still be like walking around in just your... Your diaper. Depends. Yeah. <laughs> and so, not feel like you have to like look all put together and... Yeah, those were just, I would, Mm -hmm. I feel like that in and of itself, hiring her to do those postpartum appointments was probably the number one game changer in why I cherished and loved this postpartum time more than others. Yeah. And would totally do that again. Do you feel like... I guess I, looking at the reasons why it seems, I guess God left a very open-ended, like, everything happening with Reuben not nursing doesn't feel like you can carry it over to any future babies right. easily at all, which I think mm-hmm. is really hard and also really good all at the same time. Yes. Because it does feel so connected to how he came out mm-hmm. that it just seems like I'd have I mean, no way to know and not to say that God won't make it clear like that you aren't supposed to nurse the next baby through right. different ways but it it doesn't feel like it's like oh this is settled like I yeah. tried nursing my first five kids and it didn't go well and now like I'm just not like, God made it clear I never needed... Right. Like, I'm never doing But I also again. don't feel like I'm confidently, like, this was only a situation because of how Ruben oh, came out. right. And that next time, it'll go fine. Right, yes. So, I feel very much like I have no idea. Like, you just have to continue to rely on God yeah. and be prayerful. Fancy and, that. Yep. That's kind of what yeah. it seems to boil down to for a lot of different things. Not even... Yeah. Just birth and breastfeeding. Yeah. But, so that's a little bit of where Abby has been at with her nursing journey this time. Yeah. It's been a, I feel like a hard, a sweet journey, a hard journey. I feel the most, I don't know, challenged and just 
God reminding me of his faithfulness to give us wisdom when we're asking for his wisdom and, and making decisions and mm-hmm. um, but it still brings a sadness that I don't feel like my other times had like mm-hmm. in a different way a different type yeah yeah and I think that I'm just also at a place of feeling, I mean, at this point postpartum, I feel like I just feel like I'm going to cry for like everything and anything. And yeah. so, um, but I don't feel like I carry around that sadness every time I feed him a bottle. Like I, know, I don't, I was actually like, just thinking that in my, like, how do I ask that question without, I don't it? feel like every time I give him a bottle, I'm sitting there like fighting like back I, tears I hate this and over like, like I wish I was nursing him. There are times I do. Yeah. And there's, we had Ruben's, um, like newborn pictures done right around a little less than a week old. And it was on that Saturday that I got mastitis the first time, but it was the day that like, I was so happy because he was nursing so much and his latch was better. And so we got a couple like nursing pictures in that. Oh, it's gonna make me cry even. Um, and I remember thinking like my friend who took the pictures was like, oh, do you want me to take some pictures while you're nursing him? And I kind of was like, hmm. sure. Like it didn't bother me, but I didn't feel like it was that big of a, like it didn't right. feel you like. You weren't like, yes, please get Yes, nursing. I love nursing pictures. It was just whatever. Right. It was just, that's what was happening. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I don't mind. Right. But now I like printed off one of them and put them in a frame in my room. And I like walked past it to go to the bathroom every, in my room and I just look at it and think, like, what joy I have to, like, see that picture and to, like, remember the sweetness of that time. But also, it's, like, a joyful picture, and it's not just a sad picture. Like, it doesn't... I'm sad that I'm not still nursing him, but I'm... But even how, have, like, even how gracious God was, like, to yeah. give you yes. those days where even when it wasn't yes. going the direction you actually felt like it was and thought it was at, at that the time, time yes. that he gave you the joy in that time and the picture from that time. Right. And it was in the, the frame was a picture of me nursing Calvary oh. um, from, like, when we had done pictures with, during that time. Yeah. So that was the only reason I, like, thought to, I'm like, oh, I could update it with this picture. And, but now ever since then, I've been, like, walking past it just thinking, like, how sweet God was and, like, allowing me to have had the experience, even if it was a couple of days of nursing him. And it wasn't just, like, you talked about earlier of, like, well, I'm just not even going to try to do that. Well, and even the fact that you did the revision, that you decided to do that, because, I mean, I think the thing that's crazy about that is, like, you took Arrow who also had a tongue tie. Like, yes. it's not like you took Arrow to have him looked at and he didn't have one. And they right. were like, he doesn't need... They were like, you can decide, like, it right. might make it better, it might not. Like, they weren't like, you need to get this done. And you're like, no. Right. But you didn't have Arrow revised. Right. And so, I guess I'm even thinking about, like, if your only experience with nursing Ruben had been, like, that first, like couple of days right it it seemed like really really terrible yes and that would would be just like well it just super sucked and it it was all horrible right and i would have i mean by the time stuff came over to do pictures you wouldn't have even i wouldn't have been nursing like i wouldn't have got and so i just feel like god like even if he had the revision go better just for the memory of the couple of days of it going well yeah it was gracious of him to do that yes yeah even though it felt confusing at the time of like wait now he's not watching at all and yeah but yeah yep so I feel the most bonded (laughs) of your babies well not only you saw Calvary be born but you saw Ruben be born and you nursed him so there's definitely I mean you call your baby Ruben sometimes and I can't remember his name sometimes my own baby's yeah. name sometimes yeah yeah but another thing we've talked about is like how gracious God was in having our babies close together because those first 
three or four days, I didn't have anything to give Ruben. Like, I was trying to get my milk to come in, but before it was, and he wasn't latching to get the colostrum out, like, I would have had to give him, like, formula, which isn't the end of the world, but just how gracious God was and having I you I remember been- you saying that, like... How much easier it was for you? How much less yes, like it would have excruciating been, it felt for you to yes. just. It definitely would have been a lot harder for me to just to like bust out with giving him formula at that delicate young age. Mm-hmm. And how cool it was, even that it felt like I had my baby first, and it was really new milk, right. and it was not yes. hadn't been in the freezer for like a year, and yes. not that any of those things would have like been the end of the world, but yes. it just was really really mm-hmm. nice how that like god worked out that was the only benefit of having our babies close together and like doesn't make me want to do have that again ever but because i really hope you don't have like another face presentation baby and oh gosh i really hope that like, oh really a lot of these things like we don't ever actually want to do we're really thankful god brought us through them mm-hmm. the way he did oh chip Chip's oh. calling to tell me he's on his way home from work. Great, because we're going to play Catan. Going to Catan it up. It's, it's been our first game night in... Months. Is it Was it the Catan tournament in I December? I mean, I guess we did do that. <laughs> yeah, probably. Or New Year's. I guess we played games on New Year's. Did we, we didn't play Catan, Catan though. Yeah, it's been a long, a long while. I mean, we're used to playing games. This makes it sound like we play games all the time. We go through phases where we play more well, regularly, but yes. it's usually not over two... Yeah. I guess it hasn't been over two months. Almost two months. Yeah, about. Yeah. Almost. So. Yeah. We're going to have a game night tonight. Tim came in because Danny messaged our, like, brown town group message messenger messenger thing like asking if we wanted to play games tonight and tim came in not knowing that i had already talked to you about it he's like so i'm guessing you don't want to play games tonight and like all being sweet like you can tell he like really really wants to but he just was preparing himself for me to say no some nights you're not up for that most nights right now and i was like oh no i already talked to danny and i said that we could if we didn't do it super late and he was like oh okay great (laughs) so that's fun i also might have drank coffee at 6 30 oh well perfect I'm ready like to go. Ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, All right. I think that was a great... At least we had one topic. I know. Like four it, subtopics. Well, it was one topic, and I feel like it was a... Something that we've <laughs> we're gonna like led give to. us reason of why that was a good episode on our episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> Guys, we did so good, don't you think? <laughs> Yay, us! <laughs> <laughs> we didn't skip all over the place like a hot mess, and yep. mm-hmm. we know you wanted to know more about all of that because we always vaguely refer to what's going on with Abby's nursing, but we don't actually tell you what's going on and. So now you know, and... That's where that is. Yep. Anyway. All right. We're going to go play games. Bye. Bye.